Nellipi. Hello. We waffled so much in our last recording, we have a short bonus episode for this week. Now, in my trawling around the internet for interesting things, I came across a whole list of rules to live by. It says I like tipping it. rules and etiquette rules, which I always quite like these because sometimes mm. people are a bit bit daft. And some of these, I don't know whether they're just verging on taking the mick or whether they're actually serious. Uh, there's over a hundred, I think there are. So I'm not going to read them all out, but there were a few on there that caught my eye. Tickled your um, fancy. Tickled my fancy. <laughs> exactly the right words. And they, these first ones are around work. And number 92 is, if you're slacking together at a meeting, don't giggle. <laughs> yes. Now, my aim with certain people I work with, who I've known for a very long time, is to send a message that causes mm. them to burst out laughing on Zoom. Yeah. And I have managed it once or twice. See, the problem is my CFO is pretty good at that when we're on meetings with other companies. And it's awful. Like, he should not be doing it. But he just sends a little message like, well, isn't this boring? Like, oh, you can't do that to me. You can't. Not when I'm in a meeting with clients. No, No. No, that's... uh Yes, that's that's quite funny. Uh, unfortunately, one of the um, gentlemen that tends to do this to me is um, absolutely outrageous. There's no two ways about it. And um, have succumbed to it on one or two occasions. Mm. And the other one, 94, it's okay to email, text or direct message anyone at any hour, which sounds a bit odd uh, because it's a bit invasive. But what they go on to say is, it's your responsibility to turn notifications off. If you don't want to be disturbed, turn it off. True, and true. Absolutely correct. Mm-hmm. And I have um, a little app on my phone that turns everything off at about 10 o'clock. Until so it just silences the whole thing. Yeah. I just don't reply. No, but what I don't want is to be pung or whatever the term is at 2.30 in the morning. Pinged. Pinged. To be told something that I'm really not bothered about, yeah, and yeah, and that's invariably it's not work. It'll be something mm. else, um, some message from. With somebody. that though, there's a good point in that if an emergency has happened. Yes, well, my uh, my take on that is if it's an emergency, phone the house. Yes, yes. Also, there is a with iPhones. I don't know if other phones do this. You can have Do Not Disturb turned on, but you can actually select certain people so that if they contact you, it will let the call come through. No, I just just don't. The Mm. the whole lot goes Well, it depends, because we don't own a house phone. No, that's very true. Yeah, I think it's more and more people that that don't. Mm. And I only had one when I was in my flat because I was living on my own. And I thought, oh, something happened which meant my phone was dead or I couldn't use my mobile, I would have a landline. But also you need a landline for broadband. But I wouldn't need a physical phone. No, that's true. No, that is very true. So a couple of others in the posting and texting, texting, sorry, Davros, texting section, <laughs> is uh, don't ever message somebody with a K full stop because it means something very rude apparently, which goes back to the conversation we had last year about um, how people are offended by full stops it does seem a bit brusque but what i found really interesting which is is the last one 
is don't post RIPs for celebrities, which is quite interesting. And we've talked about people that have passed on, on this podcast. Um, there was Ken Block at, uh, in the new year. And I've never met Ken. I, he seems like a really nice guy and I've admired his driving. This chap says it's not form respect for the dead, but an attempt to syncophatically associate themselves with the famous, which I guess is a bit true, really. And I do find it mm. odd when somebody famous dies. His social feed is just full of rest in peace. The problem is, as you get older, you realise these people going are part of your childhood or, or yeah. you know, your younger life, and you're beginning to realise your own mortality. Uh, so I understand the need to do it, but it does seem a bit over the top sometimes. You almost want to be able to filter them into a different channel, mm. so all the RIPs go go somewhere else. So a bit on the fence with that one. That's a tricky one. Yeah, I've I there is a good one which I think you need to hear. Oh no! Oh no! <laughs> if someone mispronounces a word but you know what they mean, move along. <laughs> Do you mean mispronounces or uses the wrong word? Mispronounces. Okay. I think that's probably more for Davros's benefit mm. than mine. The other 141 on the list could be don't pass up the opportunity to mock somebody. Yes, because mocking is great. And what if you'd, that person had always mispronounced that word and they were going into a job interview and they're in danger of using the wrong pronunciation for a word? You could... You could get them another job by pointing that out. Yes. Obviously, that's an extreme case. Yeah. I've just read a great one. Go on, then. You don't need to touch the small of someone's back when moving around them. (laughs) I saw that one and I thought about that. It depends on who it is. But on here it says, if you're ugly. That is (laughs) a... (laughs) (laughs) So, presumably, if you're not ugly, and that is very subjective... Mm. yeah i see i have to do it with wife of grumpy because she's quite flighty yes she could be standing (laughs) in one position (laughs) and you walk past her and now she's turned around and she's gone elbowed you in the stomach well all sorts of damage could incur and she does this when we're out as well because she's smaller than me and she'll get through a little gap and i'll be four Mm. or five people back within a minute or so and no chance of of catching up whatsoever and that flightiness also happens in in the kitchen as well where you know if you're carrying something you could end up with all all over the place so actually just assuring somebody you're there before you go past with a hot tray for example probably quite a good idea that one i accept yes but this does say to move around me at the bar so presumably Mm. this is people you don't know it's people out, out. Always wink, I thought was an odd one. I, yeah. I have a friend that constantly does this, and it, it is quite disturbing out. on every level. So I... I have a work colleague. I don't think he understands a winky face, but he puts a winky face at the end of all of his team's messages, no matter who they're to or what they're about. Yeah. So always a little wink at the end. <laughs> anyway, this super list of, of rules, which you can either laugh at, take some hedons of or just ignore he's on a website called thecut.com very nice layout as well anyway in another phrase that has been used quite a bit over the last couple of weeks is walked out over a row over pay which it it gets my heckles up that phrase it's the word row in it and 
interesting, I then looked it up, and it is a serious dispute is one of the meanings. So I always thought it was yeah, two people shouting at one another. And that's sort of what you we got in the 70s, was the appearance that there was management and uh, factory workers shouting at one another all yes. of the time. There was all this angst all of the time. But maybe that's not the case. So it's odd how the word's got the, the correct meaning, but your feeling about that word is something slightly different. Yeah. Yes, slightly odd thing, but it... It's one of those things you hear it. it. <laughs> yeah, well, absolutely. But no, well, it's not overthinking yeah. it. Actually, it's underthinking it because mm. your association with that word is slightly different than the purpose yeah. it's being used for. When you visualise row in your head, yes, it's like a like a full on argument. Yes, absolutely right. Which is mm. which is not the case here. It's not talking about full on argument, although you could see how that would happen, mm. but not necessarily the case, but. I suspect it's a phrase we'll be hearing quite a bit over the next few months, unfortunately. Mm. Now, you popped over on Sunday for some wedding stuff, and somehow we got into a discussion about when is an island an island? What makes an island an island? I don't know why. Oh, we did. I know why. Because we were talking about the big crack going through Africa. That's right, yes. The splitting of the continent. That's right. And would that constitute an island? Or we came up with a theory that an island was one country or part of a country. So the mm. Isle of Wight, for example, is part of England. And then I said, oh, well, what happens if the Scottish devolve? Then we'll have two countries on the mainland. Then we won't be an island anymore. And in fact, Ireland isn't an island because it's got no. two countries on it. <laughs> but then the definition of island is very woolly. And there is really no definition apart from it's a piece of land surrounded by water. Which would mean that, like, everything's an island. Well, that was where my head was going, that actually everything is an island. And the only thing that distinguishes an island from a continent, apart from size, is the number of countries. Mm. But that doesn't seem to be the case. So, who knows? It's a bit like all of the other bi-weeklies and midnights and all of those things that we keep bumping into. Put it in the do-not-touch zone. Yeah, put it in the do-not-touch zone. Indeed. That's it for this podcast. Thank you so much for listening. You can help spread Lippy and Grumpy's view on life by leaving a review on your favourite podcast platform. If you're not sure how to leave a review, or if you download from Spotify, there's some help at lippyandgrumpy.uk slash review. And if you would like to get in touch, email podcast at lippyandgrumpy.uk. So it's goodbye from me. And goodbye from him. Goodbye. Goodbye.